Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Democrats' legislation would overhaul police accountability. Brazil removes virus data to confuse death toll. And further delays in Brexit negotiations. It's Monday, June 8. I'm Anthony Davis. U.S. Democrats are proposing to overhaul legal protections for police, create a national database of excessive force episodes, and ban police chokeholds in legislation today in response to the deaths of black Americans at the hands of law enforcement, according to a draft outline. The document says the proposed legislation would revise the Federal Criminal Police Misconduct Statute to make it easier to prosecute officers who were involved in misconduct knowingly or with reckless disregard. The legislation would seek to provide greater oversight and transparency of police behaviour in several ways. For one, it would grant subpoena power to the Justice Department to conduct pattern and practice investigations of potential misconduct and help states conduct independent investigations. And it would create a National Police Misconduct Registry, a database to try to prevent officers from transferring from one department to another with past misconduct undetected, the draft said. The Trump administration has dismantled key federal tools for imposing accountability on police forces engaging in systemic racial discrimination, severely hampering efforts to heal the wounds of the police killing of George Floyd and the ongoing protests convulsing the country. Under Donald Trump, the US Justice Department has allowed federal mechanisms designed to impose change on racist police agencies to wither on the vine. As a result, law enforcement agencies that practice racial profiling, use excessive force and other forms of unconstitutional policing are now free from federal oversight. The most important of those tools, known as consent decrees, were deployed extensively by the Barack Obama administration in the wake of previous high-profile police killings of unarmed black men. They included the death of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri in 2014, 12-year-old Tamir Rice in Cleveland, Ohio, and the 2015 death of Freddie Gray in Baltimore, Maryland. Under Obama, 14 consent decrees were enforced upon troubled and discriminatory police agencies. By contrast, none have been issued in the more than three years of the Trump administration. Brazil's government has stopped publishing a running total of coronavirus deaths and infections in an extraordinary move that critics call an attempt to hide the true toll of the disease in Latin America's largest nation. 
Saturday's move came after months of criticism from experts that Brazil's statistics are woefully deficient and in some cases manipulated, so it may never be possible to understand the depth of the pandemic in the country. Brazil's last official numbers showed it had recorded over 34,000 deaths related to the virus, the third highest number in the world just ahead of Italy. It reported nearly 615,000 infections, putting it second behind the United States. Brazil, with about 210 million people, is the globe's second most populous nation. On Friday, the Federal Health Ministry took down a website that had showed daily, weekly and monthly figures on infections and deaths in Brazilian states. On Saturday, the site returned, but the cumulative numbers of infections for states and the nation were no longer there. The site now shows only the numbers for the previous 24 hours. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro tweeted that disease totals are not representative of the country's current situation. Around the world, coronavirus deaths are being undercounted to varying degrees due to lack of universal testing. The United Kingdom fears the EU's chief negotiator, Michel Barnier, has lost his grip on the fishing negotiations, throwing doubt over Boris Johnson's hopes of a summer of swift and definitive progress towards a trade and security deal with the EU. The bloc's chief negotiator had been expected to present a compromise proposal on access to British waters during the talks last week, but was blocked at the last minute by member states with large fishing communities. Despite four rounds of talks on fisheries by video conference call last week, a time commitment unmatched for any other issue, both sides confirmed on Friday that there had been no progress towards a deal. Barnier said the EU wants the status quo, the UK wants to change everything, but called for discussions somewhere between. France, the Netherlands, Spain, Ireland, Denmark, Belgium, Germany and Sweden have not yet offered their negotiator any flexibility on the key issue of fishing rights, despite Barnier's public calls for both sides to move from their maximalist positions, ahead of Britain leaving the EU for good in November. British fishing communities have long claimed that the policy has left them with far too few fish to catch. The UK is insisting it will be an independent coastal state from the end of 2020, and there needs to be a new relationship with the EU in this area, similar to that enjoyed by Norway. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.